Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Optimal Living Advice, episode 274, with me, Greg Audino. And we're here to do what we do best, which is taking your questions about various life struggles, offering support, reframes, and hopefully some helpful new perspectives as well. Thanks so much, as always, for coming today, and I think you're going to be glad you did, as this episode is really for everyone. While you'll find that the asker circumstances are pretty unique, I think this is going to be an episode that really encourages a lot of togetherness, uh, both in what we're in search of and how we can go about finding it. So let's jump right in and start optimizing your life. I live in a very small town, about 500 people, the same town I grew up in. I haven't traveled much, and with my whole family here, I don't think it's worth it to move away. I'd have to go far to reach the city, farther than I'm willing to go. I'm okay with small town life, with one exception. I wish I understood other types of people better. I don't trust the news or the media too much to teach me or my kids about how others live. But I think that a lot of the people around my town have a hard time sympathizing with people from other cultures, and that is something that I'm not okay with. I want to understand others better, especially when it comes to sympathizing with others, but it feels impossible with my circumstances. I'm wondering if you have any ideas for how I can work around the obstacle of my small town while still staying put. All right, I really love this question. Thanks a lot, Asker, for sending it in. And yeah, what an important question it is. I've been fortunate enough to travel a lot and live in several different places. And, you know, it's always felt as though a lot of my personal growth might have hinged on that. But by the same token, it also feels erroneous to suggest that you can't grow or even learn about other cultures simply because you stay in the same town. So I really love that you're certain of not wanting to move, yet not letting that prohibit you from making healthy changes. That's really terrific. And I, yeah, I appreciate you giving us a space to talk about how to bridge that gap. Now, first, I want to address one thing that you said about the news and other media outlets being unreliable. Um, generally speaking, you're, you're probably right about that, <laughs> but I do think it's important for anyone and especially someone, you know, in your position with your desires to learn how to differentiate between media that's useful and media that's, you know, just commandeering your attention. It's easy to trick ourselves into thinking that all media is garbage. Of course it is. I've been guilty of this myself. And this is because the media that, that pulls us in the most does so because it's designed to. Its primary function is to elicit feelings of outrage and theatricality. And the better it's able to accomplish this goal, the more it has you hooked, and the more it casts a shadow over other media outlets. So to find media worthy of your consumption, look past the emotions that the media incites. Look for outlets that are matter-of-fact, data-driven, bipartisan, lengthy, and cover a variety of topics. Typically, uh, sadly, the, the less enraging it is, the more trustworthy and well-researched it is. So that's something to keep in mind. But uh, media isn't what we're here to talk about, is it? No, no. Media, uh, which is probably the most streamlined form of connection anyone would imagine that you would have to other cultures, is still such a small piece of the puzzle. I would argue that, uh, at the risk of sounding very ignorant, 
the best vessel we have for understanding and sympathizing with other people, even people we seemingly have nothing in common with, is still ourselves and our own experiences. So imagine the following scenario. Maybe it's happened to you, even in your town of 500. You're driving along, you cut someone off, the battle begins. You're getting honked at, you're getting screamed at, they're giving you the high beams, they're catching up to you in the next lane so they can cut you off, the whole thing. So you're assumed to be an idiot, a menace, and uh, you know sympathy is the last thing on the mind of the person who feels wronged by you. And while they're over there boxing you up, creating all these stories about how problematic you are, they're remaining intolerant or you're unaware of the fact that you just got some very distressing news and were a little distracted, that you were rushing to work because your kid had a bad morning and you were told you'd be fired if you were late one more time, or that you just happened to sneeze at the wrong time and missed the fact that someone was in your blind spot, or anything else that prevented you from driving to the best of your ability in spite of your intentions and effort to do so. Cultivating sympathy for others can be done by focusing on this binding struggle that we all face, which is doing our utmost to win the inner battles that we're fighting, and the near inevitability that in doing so, we will inadvertently upset someone else. And at the core of all these battles, and therefore what we all possess, is the yearning for love and connection and significance, belonging, safety. Maybe the ways we go about finding these things can feel hurtful and in many cases are indeed deliberately hurtful to others. But as they say, my favorite saying, hurt people hurt people. And to be eternally patient with that fact is to form the truest connection with and understanding of other people. I assume you might feel as though your question hasn't really been addressed. You know, what about all the customs, the routines, and the practices of other cultures? of people living thousands of miles away from us for whom daily life is 100% different. Those types of behaviors and what we see on the outside are not insignificant at all. You're absolutely right. And it's great to learn more about them, you know, be it through honest forms of media or face-to-face interaction if we have the privilege to do so. But you know, all of the different clothing, the prayers, the food, the languages, you know, the, these ideas of other cultures that come to mind, this imagery, it only makes for the tip of the iceberg because these types of things are mere extensions of trying to find the same feelings that we're all after, those feelings that I mentioned. They're just different vehicles that other people might use to attain them. But at the core of all of us are those same drives. And while you may not understand how and why different lifestyles have come to reflect these same desires, it's much more unifying still to understand that we just share those same desires. So if you want to start making strides towards understanding others, know that you already have access to the first place to start, the best place to start, and by far the most important place to develop compassion at any point. Whether it's someone you're seeing on a news story or someone down the street, You can look to them and you can ask yourself, what are they going through? What are they trying to achieve? Is it so different from what I want or how I might have acted under the same circumstances? And what's more helpful to create more unity on a personal level and on a global level? My judgment or my patience? Okay, thank you again, Asker, for submitting this question. 
I hope this episode gave you what you needed and at least helped you look inward when it comes to searching for what you need rather than relying only on your environment. The fact that you've sent this question in at all is such a great start for you and gives me total faith that you have more than enough tools at your disposal that can help you to feel more attuned with that big world out there. For anyone else who would like to send a question in, please go ahead and do so by emailing advice at oldpodcast.com, advice at oldpodcast.com. You'll definitely get a response back. You're going to help make another episode possible, and you know I love hearing from all of you. It's time to wrap up for now, though, everyone. Hey, take care of yourselves, enjoy your day, and I will see you in the next episode, where your optimal life awaits.